Hello, I am Daniel Westbay, and this is the Arts NW Podcast. This episode of Arts NW Podcast is brought to you by the Arts Council of New Westminster. The Arts Council of New Westminster acknowledges that we are located on the unceded traditional territory of the Coast Salish peoples, and specifically the Kakite Nation. The Arts NW Podcast is a production of Arts Council of New Westminster and is brought to you by generous funding of the BC Arts Council, the City of New Westminster, and listeners like you. Today, we have some fantastic people, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. I'm Michelle um, Arietta, that's what I go by. Um, I am primarily a painter, but I also start have been dabbling into like a bunch of other things like, uh, like glasswork and ceramics. Um, and yeah, like I mostly focus on like abstract stuff. Um, and then I'm the co-curator of APT Pop with, uh, Ben here. And that's me. My name is Ben. I am the co-curator with Michelle of the APT Pop Gallery. I am a sculptor, visual artist, and performing artist. And we're both, uh, here in New West today. How did that even come about meeting each other like that? Um, I, well, I was actually like, uh, one of the participants, I suppose, to Ben's first pop-up show. Um, and then I was already sort of planning to do my own. So we were just like, let's just work together. Cause it, we kind of both realized how much work it takes to do it by yourself. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you already did it. I'm on the process of doing it. And like, we should just work together cause Mm-hmm. We both realized we needed that help and each other's like connections as well, like just the people that we knew on e- each other's sides. And, yeah, because yeah. the, the gallery started out, um, we have a mutual friend named Aaron, and I had done a uh, musical theater show with Aaron in White Rock. And so I'd been doing the show with Aaron and getting more into um, the visual arts side of things and presentation and fine arts. Uh, and I wanted a place to show things. So I submitted to some local galleries and heard nothing back. Of course, as the yeah. thing goes, as, as life goes on as an artist, you don't hear back often uh, in the current climate. And uh, I put on a show. Uh, Aaron directed me to Michelle, and uh, I had a great time with Michelle in my gallery. Then Michelle put up her own gallery, and I submitted stuff for it, and I finally heard back from someone. Um, and I thought, well, let's do this again. And you were yeah. down to do it again. And so because Aaron at that point in time had been my co-curator and Aaron was leaving the field entirely and Michelle comes on going, yes, I want to do this and, uh, has driven, uh, the gallery pretty much alongside me ever since. And yeah, yeah that's kind of how we, we got together and it's been a, a glued partnership since. Yeah. I think it's good that we both like already envisioned that like separately as well, though, because it wasn't like um, like we just sort of both decided that we're already on on that path, like might as well just do it together versus like trying to find because that's what I also had done. I was trying to find people who were like, would you help me with this? But like nobody envisioned that for themselves. So they weren't really fully committed. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's how it was just, it was convenient. It was coincidental. and We are a partnership of convenience. I was say, and and we just happened to be friends too. Yeah. Like we happened to like click too. Cause it could have been that, you know, we met and like 
hated each other's Yeah, <laughs> and that wouldn't have worked, but we well, became... in a professional friends. sense, that's what would have made it work. <laughs> it was the hatred that drove, <laughs> drove us to make the gallery. <laughs> oh, art is hatred. Uh, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> um, so, this is perfect, and I, there's so much experience, you guys, are already curating your own stuff at the age of... 26 i'm 26 now yeah so when did we start we started in 2017 was the first gallery that was vibrancy and then we moved to so how old would we been then though oh god how old basic math so 18 i don't know no that's terrible i was like 2223 i want to say and you were 2223 yeah we're like about the same age we're the same age okay Dang, you messed up and didn't have you guessed. No, I am I gonna bet money on much that. older than both of you. <laughs> um, You're timeless. It's fine. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, that feels so good to be a pre... No. Yeah. Uh, so you guys have been around. How would you... Have you seen the evolution of art within even your industry? Oh, drastically so. Um, I think even in the short time... I mean... In a short time it's already changed so much as far as visual representation goes uh we're we're an interesting kind of gallery in that we don't just do visual art we do a performance-based art as well um in in the traditional sense of performance based so we'll have shows as well as performance art as well as like filmic function so looking at those industries as well as the fine arts industry especially after the pandemic has come through, it's changed everything as far as how art is marketed, art mm-hmm. is sold, uh, how we even get in contact with our artists and what our mandate kind of is. That, that's actually a huge point, actually, because mm-hmm. how we get in contact with our artists is like, I think now, at least like the way I do it is I basically go on Instagram and like spend a lot of time like looking through people's profiles and messaging them individually, like the ones who I like. Uh, now that we're trying to like broaden our, our horizons and try to get more artists, we I kind of realize we can't really do it that way because it takes a long time for me to like look for artists. And, mm-hmm. and so now we're sort of getting uh, people contacting us. That's other, you know, doing artist yeah. calls mm-hmm. uh, the way that most people do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, when we started out, it was so much closer to our personal circles and who we knew as individual artists going into curation. Mm-hmm. And seeing, like, to your to your question about seeing changes in the industry, a lot of our contacts were industry workers who um, were not finding uh, a place for themselves in our current market here in Canada uh, because of either saturation or an exclusionary practice or um, uh, favoritism for, say, in the performance sector for performers from the United States or uh, other workers in that field. And so they weren't finding uh, a place in in our current community. And so we brought them in to ours because we found that we could uh, offer a space for them, yeah. for their voices. And yeah, going forward, like you were saying, Michelle, we had to realize that we can't contact our individual people anymore on that kind of base level. We need to expand and <laughs> put artist calls The, the out. way you're making it sound you're, like your your studio is is huge it's like the size of massey theater no 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 <laughs> absolutely but we not. definitely we definitely tried to like jam pack as many artists as we can mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then uh, there's also the the 
we have to like the way that we're doing this is that because we're reaching out to the people that we know and like doing it really like just trying to find people um, through social media and stuff. It also means that a lot of the artists that um, we contact are pretty much like emerging artists that are really new to the field. And um, that means that even though like the ones that we might be interested in might not be ready. Like so we end up contacting a lot of people uh, and some of them are, say like I'm I'm not ready to finish this piece by this time or I have something else going on like they have a lot of them are still in school. So we contact a lot of people um, and then we end up with a smaller amount smaller in the end. But we do try to like jam pack it. Like mm. it, we're definitely not like, you know, where, you know, there's one piece and then it's all white wall and then it's like <laughs> another piece that all, you know, like we try to cram it in and make it look more like, I don't know, like more community based. I don't know if that's the right word. I think community based is like a good start to it. I'd say full uh, is maybe the, the goal word because, um, yeah, like you were saying, our walls are stacked when we bring in an exhibition and uh, because the two of us are, are artists as well, um, when, say, because we do work with emerging artists, when, say, an artist uh, suddenly has to change plans or can't commit, oftentimes we fill up that space ourselves or we contact one of our previous artists to come back in. So I think we're, we're in the business of, of creating a community, which is terrifying, but fun. Hey, New West, you're, you could not be in a better place to create community. New West is one of those places that, that tries, to, tries to do that stuff. And I think done pretty successfully as of late. Uh, so you guys did mention, mm-hmm. you've talked about everybody else's art and what it is. And you said you're a sculpture. Yes. Yes. And painter. Mostly. Painter. Okay. Yeah. So like what are your influences on that like how did you even how did you guys come about wanting to do these things how did we pop off into art um well for me it's like a little bit more straightforward than ben but i like i just always painted since i was really young um and yeah like i just was doing that i went into to school um and kind of learned that i could go bigger so that's usually what i do i try to go bigger um and like just learning new techniques which i find is fun i'm very much like anyone who knows me and has watched me paint uh i don't plan anything ever at all like zero percent and i'm very willing to just like if a, something goes wrong i'm willing to just like cut it up and just be like that's it wait what what you mean like you're the crimple the paper and throw it away and start again no i will crimple the paper and say that's it <laughs> that's the that's the piece (laughs) like i've literally like one time one of my canvases like fell onto an easel and like ripped in the middle so i just like took a knife and like made more rips in it and like put some stuff in the holes and stuff and like i don't know like i'm really not like worried so i think that's good for me (laughs) and my like an expansionist no matter what happens in your creative process it's just another part of the creative yeah i'm just so like chill with whatever (laughs) like i don't panic if something happens i'm like that was meant to happen god's will or something i don't know i gotta tell you it's been one of like the most helpful things with you as my my co-curator is that you are so with the flow that we are so able to adapt like that's something i really appreciate about do you, you. do that too it's just like if, if you mess up on a sculpture and a certain piece and you're just like well that's yes and no i mean i'm i'm a little more uptight i'd say than michelle is in my creative process but i come from a very different background 
like you, you were mentioning that you, uh, you started out, uh, painting very small and went right through, uh, through the school route and, uh, the professional route, the, would you call it a traditional route? Yeah. I mean, it just like, it just was straight, like it was really straightforward for me. I, I didn't even change really mediums. Like I started later trying to like dabble with other things, but mm -hmm. I still primarily painting. So, mm -hmm. cause I came, I came at this from an entirely different route. I started in performance. I started in acting. So I was an actor who moved from a small town in BC, you know, in middle nowhere. You 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 look like a performer. You you sound like a performer, and and so yeah, I would have <laughs> interior BC is not where I would have paid you from, but yeah, well, started in interior BC, came on down here, uh, pursued acting for a while, and uh, at, like as a kid. Uh, my father practiced fine art sculpting and fine art painting and pastel work and uh, ink block linoleum cutting is something that I do primarily and he uh, passed that on to me without me even really acknowledging it you know as parents do they oh. teach you a bunch of things and then you don't really appreciate it until you're out there <laughs> and I went got my bachelor's very straightforward I was going to go through school and become a performing artist uh, and my path kind of changed. I took like a performance art based program. So we started doing the weird stuff, the weird stuff. And uh, <laughs> I fell in love with it. I was like, okay, regular acting is not paying my bills. It's not fulfilling me spiritually or artistically in the least. Let's do something else. And so I started doing that, that kind of material that my father had taught me all those years ago. And I had just started that kind of journey when I met Michelle. And yeah, that's where we popped off and decided to, to build it. That's where my influence came from. And that's where my artistic journey really started with all this. That's why the gallery uh, still has performance aspects. Why we uh, encourage that there's always a live poetry pr uh, portion of it. Why there's always some performance based. Like we've had a dancer every year. We've had um, musicians almost every year, all kind of multimedia stuff because we, we come from those kinds of diverse places. And I, I can't imagine a gallery without that kind of performance. Yeah, at this point, like it's just, I think it makes it more like, it, it becomes a bit of a party, like, cause there's just like, you know, like, like I said, we also jam packing. We, when we, I, we're very small. Mm -hmm. Like we're in a very You're small not, space. <laughs> I know. It, <laughs> we're in a room right now. Is it as big as? Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. But it's like, you know, people and like a performance and like, you know, like everyone's like huddling around this person dancing, mm -hmm. right? On like sitting on the floor kind of thing. Um, Sometimes we have chairs for them. If they're lucky. <laughs> if they're, well, you could just get on all fours and just have them. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we might. That, that could be a piece. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Uh, you guys have talked a lot about evolution. Clearly, you guys have evolved this, this this space multimedia we talked i had a guest and we spoke about how art is no longer just painting it's mm -hmm. no longer just photography it's a multimedia now there's dancing and performance arts and have you seen that even change because we had covid that came around you know, <laughs> yeah under year. the breath covid <laughs> comes in nobody nobody wants to talk about that no, no. um we understand you has that here. changed it has yeah. um so even before, even before COVID hit, we had already been planning on branching out into a more multimedia sense, uh, like as far as our presentation went. But then for, what was that our last gallery, our latest last gallery here? Yeah, so our mm -hmm. last 
I mean, that's the thing. We we actually were planning to kind of expand because we were in a really small space, so we wanted to like get a bigger space. Um, and so in that in that, in but like, months leading up. I was but, like, so small is like that that room in there, and then into a space this big. No, 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 no. Okay. no we were we wanted to like we, we had a vision. We had a big the vision, vision is is did not happen. We ended up having to stream everything online, like through Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and our last gallery. So we basically we had a couple people in, but it was bare, like barely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we also did a, like a, a dual performance kind of thing where we had the gallery open for physical uh, physical entry, but we streamed it uh, first and foremost. And this was the first time we had we had streamed at all. So we yeah. had new technology working in. We had new uh, like we had uh, HDMI splitters and our. Like I'm a photographer too, so we had all of our cameras hooked up to the to the laptop and yeah. uh, our Instagram live running, and it was chaos. It was chaos. Like we weren't. I, yeah, it was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we made it was it good. It was fine, but it, <laughs> but it was like I I don't think we you know we realized how much work it would be because we were we would be basically became like a little bit not present because we were mm-hmm. work trying to you know, facilitate the technology mm-hmm. part of. So the in yeah. live kind of separate from that, and that's that was something evolutionary wise that we were working forward to go for, yeah. Uh, strictly because it was like the the reach we got with the online presence, we reached so many more guests and artists than we did, which was actually really cool because I was able to contact friends because I have family all over the place and friends all over the place, mm-hmm. um, and I was able to contact them and say like, hey, you could actually like. Before I would, you know, I can invite them, but they're not going to fly out for here for, right, mm-hmm. for like a day. So um, I I was able to be like, hey, and then give them the link and they, you know, watched the performance. It does kind of, it did kind of mean though, like the Twitch portion became a little bit more about the performances mm-hmm. and less about the art on the walls. Because we did have like a slideshow sort of portion where we were showing the images of what was mm-hmm. on the walls. But but the mo- in motion poetry and the dance piece and the the musical piece it became like the primary source of of the show at that point. It was the live yeah. stuff because video as format favors live stuff. Yeah, and like that's what we're finding with these online platforms too is that to attract goers to the gallery and to evolve our gallery, the performance pieces uh, they're what are bringing in people to yeah. the gallery itself. It, not to not to discredit our visual artists or the the visual art that we put on the walls. Once you get there, it's amazing, but in in the, like or, the advertisement sense. or anything that is. I mean, at at the time we weren't able to do that because of COVID, mm-hmm. right? But um, we're hoping for the next one that we'll have a like a collaborative piece where it's like more so like the guests who are working on something together. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I'm very excited. So I feel like that's also a way because then people it's like a game like it's a fun thing that you do together and that will bring people in yeah it's interaction Um, but yeah so we're just evolving by trying to figure out like new ways to bring people in and also make it like fun for everybody Mm -hmm. um like it's not like we're trying not to be just like you know like you don't it's not just about walking around and seeing things and watching things it's also about participating as well that's what we're hoping yeah Yeah. engagement yeah because if you don't engage in the art then you're just passive walking through halls and i mean you're still engaging when watching but that's a whole different. <laughs> that's a whole different like debate. Let's get into it. No, no, no. no. Uh, speaking, you guys doing all these wonderful things. What motivates you then? Hmm. Now that's tricky. Because uh, initially, what motivated us was 
we're tired of submitting, at least what, what motivated me was, I'm tired of submitting to these galleries uh, that I'm submitting to that aren't uh, reaching out to me. It's not the kind of work that I want to do. So it was originally uh, an avenue for me to show my work. Like it was entirely selfish at the start. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it has evolved to the point where it's like, well, now I want to be a space that can be that uh, exhibition area for those people like me who were not satisfied with what they were submitting to. I think in Canada, we take, um, we take it for granted that we have art here mm -hmm. because of our sheer population density and how spread out our, our dear lovely country is, it's hard to, um, it's hard to make art that is purely ours that we can exhibit and, uh, have that space be diverse and abundant. Like in creating the gallery, we don't want to be the only gallery that's out there. We don't want to crush every other gallery into into dust under our heel. Yeah, we we just want to be another gallery in the tapestry and be able to be self sufficient enough and uh, connected enough that we can exist alongside like uh, the Vancouver Art Gallery and other dear friends of ours that have done their own galleries in a regular capacity, where it can be something sustainable that can support our lives and support the lives of our artists. So we're not. Uh, so we can throw that dear myth of the starving artist in the trash for good. It's a big, it's a big, uh, I mean, I think it's a big dream. Yes. Yeah. I mean, a, a good, a good portion of that. Like, I think the starting point for me was actually just that I had a vision that I actually wanted to open my own studio. Mm -hmm. And in the studio, I wanted to have pieces. Like I wanted to have like an ongoing gallery space. Um, so it was like this vision of a business model essentially, because I, I don't know. I have, it's very, it's a very comp, like I wanted to have a cafe mm -hmm. on the side and like, you know, like who knows where I'm going to get the money for that. But like, I had this very big vision, right? It's on the way. You bought it's an espresso machine, right? You just, I, I do have an, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it's just sort of, uh, something that I already wanted to do is have like a gallery space. Cause I, I also was already very interested in curating my own stuff at school. Um, I was, one of the few people who would put together shows with our students and like trying to wrangle them in to like participate. Um, so yeah. And I think it was similar as well. Like it just, mm -hmm. I think that there's a certain, like a lot of galleries um, are looking for artists that are more established and they have like moments where it's like, Oh, like here's like a few months that we uh, bring in. And like, there's a few the, that they the, like to, the galleries tend to like to be safe. Yeah. They, yeah. they want to play it safe. They don't want to try to do anything outside of the realm of what yeah. could possibly be different. Yeah. And I think, mm -hmm. I think by the way that we function, um, without trying, we ended up having a very diverse group of artists mm -hmm. at all. Like we don't try at all. Like we're not like, <laughs> we're not like, like we need to have a couple of people of color and a, and a couple of women. And like, we're not like, we just end up, uh, you know, we just look at people's stuff and we take what we like and, mm -hmm. and, by being really open about like um our submissions criteria. yeah but yeah, yeah. yeah that like, we just end up having like a really diverse group of people and i think it, yeah it was it was the the merging of like those two visions like we wanted a space where you could work in and uh work in and 
show off your pieces and a space that could be a supportive space. And when we smashed them together, that's where the gallery came from. Also, I do think that because <laughs> of the, sorry. No, no, <laughs> jump on you. I don't, I don't even need to, it's okay. <laughs> because of the, the type of art that I do that it's, I feel like there's mm -hmm. been, I've done a couple of talks, um, like, like the Surrey art gallery mm -hmm. and I've gotten a couple of people who are like, um, that didn't quite like receive my art well because it is really mm -hmm. out there sometimes. Um, I noticed that I feel like there's a lot of artists like, like me that are, um, I think maybe younger as art evolves, that it doesn't uh, receive well to like the older crowd that they, you know, it's more traditional, it, yeah, more mm -hmm. traditional that it's just like a new, that happens every time. Like art always does this. Right. So, um, I think it's, you know, until I'm, you're their age. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. But right now I'm a little biased too, that I'm like, I want to have the art that I feel is also kind of like weird or like out there and I, I that's what i am attracting for me personally mm -hmm. then ben attracts his own like his performances and yeah, his I like get, niche of weird performances out there and but then we also try to like purposefully as well like art that neither of us like yeah personally are interested in but we do recognize that it's good we also we try not to be like oh i only like that so i'm yeah there needs to be like a degree of a critical eye when you are when we're searching through our criteria yeah i mean yeah 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 it's, i mean we're sweet and kind but you know he's we, smiling now but he's like <sighs> <laughs> well it, it's it's one of those things we our focus is on emerging artists that's basically in our mandate that's where our focus lies is if you're emerging then we're interested in your stuff yeah. but emerging and emergence isn't a single time frame right it's not a state of being you can emerge when you're 80 you can start True. painting when you're 80 or like if you're 32 and you've done a different career before and you want to jump in there even if you've been doing it for a few years we're still technically emerging artists the two of us even though we've been practicing for a while, we're still emerging into the industry, into whatever industry exists. Mm -hmm. So with that definition under, when we're searching for emerging artists, it's like looking at a person and looking at where they are with their art and if we can help them out to get unemerging, right? If we can get them out there. It's, it's, it's uh, somebody, and you brought it up, starving artists trying to take that away, which I think is what, you know, and we had a guest previous already saying uh the exposure do it for the exposure do it for she went you know mm -hmm. artists are never paid you know yeah and how, how and your guys open this gallery trying to take or close the gap anyways mm -hmm. to give them a spot to do that which is pretty remarkable as best as we can mm. we can only like we can't pay everyone no. uh to the degree that we'd like to uh, eventually in the future um but we do do like honorariums, especially for our performing artists. We have, we do have like a, a selling model, like other galleries. So we will sell your stuff. We do put your name out there and we try and get it sold as best we can. We try and front load our artists and let them know, Hey, we offer this as something we're going to do for you. Um, but but yeah, we're don't, still... don't come in here with that expectation. Fair. No, no, I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah. And because we're still also like at the gallery itself is also still emerging in itself. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and uh, I think that because that a lot of um, like some of the the artists that have been in our show have never showed anywhere else before. Mm -hmm. um, and so it gives uh, them an opportunity when like building their 
you know, their history and their, their website, you know, like they can say that they were part of an exhibition at some point, right? Um, and I think it's also good because it's not attached to a school because a lot of the time as well, like some, some students have like, I was part of like the student show, right? Or, which is still great, but, um, and, and on top of that, I've had, we've had some artists, um, like Ben was saying, who were in a completely different field, never mm -hmm. went to an art school or anything, so never really participated in any show. Um, and we're super excited to be part of that and to get to know other artists because they were sort of in their own bubble of making art in their their bedroom and like not really talking to other artists. So like that way was also building that community as well. Yeah, you get to meet people. You get to expand. Yeah. There was like selling of prints and stuff between mm -hmm. um, the guests there and stuff too, which was cute. Yeah. I love that we're talking. You guys are... I don't even need to ask any of these questions. You guys are doing it as you talk, <laughs> as you speak. Because uh, my next one was collaborate. Like you guys are obviously collaborating with each other, mm -hmm. and that's important. Like you said, com building a community. Mm -hmm. uh, do do you guys work with anybody else outside of just you two, though, or is we it have, just you two? We and have then, some people that we. Uh, sorry to cut you. No, off. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, do you guys still prefer sometimes your solidarity, like just to be alone, while to do your own art work, so to say? Yeah. Um. I mean, we don't work together when we make our, our own personal art at all. Um, I don't think we could do that. I don't think so <laughs> I don't think we're... Because I'm just like I, like way I described before. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so like off the rails that I think I would drive anyone who works with me insane. That would be fine. I'd definitely... just be a little sad for a bit as we like toss out, I don't know, 12 hours of stonework. <laughs> and I have, to, I have to look at it and go, oh, I guess I'll turn you into something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, these crumbs are perfect. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Can we put some wax on them first? Or? Um, yeah. I think we have we have worked with other artists in terms of like um, developing developing gallery. yeah and yeah um, like our dear website designer um, and uh, logo creator uh, Kayla. Mm -hmm. Kayla is wonderful. Uh, we love working with Kayla when we can. Um, and then, of course, Aaron, we mentioned before, Aaron helped like connect either of us. Aaron has helped us with some uh, business dealings. We've reached out to other galleries, actually. Um, uh, the Slice of Life Gallery, which is in uh, on commercial, on commercial drive, uh, commercial and Venables for anybody interested in the audience. Um, <laughs> we worked with them to help develop our own contract for our artist contracts. Because as you get bigger and as money gets involved, of course, you, ha you have to get that legal stuff which is messy and always like a pain in the butt but it needs to be there for safety for everybody's mm -hmm. safety yeah i think just um i mean being around artists as well we just sort of uh, happen to be working with them like mm -hmm. we end up collaborating with some of the same people uh, again and again like we, we've had a, a dancer who's mm -hmm. been with us i think and She'll guess, be with us for the third time in our next show. I think it's going to be our, our it might be our final time with her um, because she's off to, to move to the UK and do oh. her own crazy stuff, which is so exciting and amazing. But she'll be a little bit further away from Canada. But on that kind of front, like we do collaborate with other artists. Like I, I uh, choreographed uh, our last year's piece with her. And um, Michelle, you've worked with, was it you who worked with Steely on her photographs? No. Oh, that might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. After a while. You guys are such one. It's amazing. And you guys can't see it. But it's amazing to listen to these guys. Uh, both of them speak. Because 
you're completing her sentences sometimes and she's completing your sentences sometimes. And then you guys are starting a whole new conversation within the last conversation. You swing it around. It's a whole. I, we've gotten that before that yep. people say we have good like chemistry. Uh, I like it's so weird because we honestly don't even hang out that much. Not as much as you think. No, no. We 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 have our meetings. Like mm-hmm. we have a meeting like every like once a week. If that. Once a week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do once a week. Um, you know, on occasion because life is crazy. And we were mentioning about the uh, the financial stability and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so both of us work other jobs as well as curate the gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, curating the gallery is our passion and it's our, our future and our heart. But we both need to make sure that we financially can be okay. So we both work in other fields as well. Uh, Michelle and I are both educators. Uh, you're... With is it with the district? Are you an EA with the district? No, I don't work as an EA anymore. But oh, I gotcha. I used to work. Like I currently do work with like youth with, um, yeah, just youth in like group homes and stuff like that. So I used to be a special ed, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm a currently I'm a TTOC with the district of New West. What's a sorry? Sorry, it's a teacher on call. A teacher, oh, okay. Teacher on call. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, you no, said I, it so fast. I was like, huh? Acronyms, acronyms upon acronyms. But no, I, I'm a I'm a high school teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like these are these are newer adjustments for us, right? Like I I just completed my bachelor of education, so I'm going into teaching high school, uh, so that we can you know stabilize ourselves as well as expand and have ourselves a grand old time as human beings. As well as also have our gallery succeed. So, basically, teachers, both of you, yeah. in a sense, mm-hmm. mentors, anyways, to many other people. Uh, you guys do go out sometimes, right? Do because the next question I have here is, are where have you been surprised in society to find art? Like, what might spark you to start painting or ripping up papers or whatever it may be? <laughs> yeah. Or you to start grabbing a chisel and stone and, you know. A street art for me, personally. Like, seeing, uh, I went to Berlin in 2018 uh, before the chaos, and they have a super vibrant, like, um, graffiti scene, a super vibrant, like, uh, wallpaper piece scene, and, like, the textures there and the colors there. I think like look around in nature as your inspiration, but look around what people do with that nature too. That's what really grabs me for my own artistic practice. Like um, I do a lot of body paint as well. And that's where I'll like apply those ideas and then we'll apply them to like maybe sculptural practice. So yeah, look around for like the people who are listening just down your street. I guarantee someone here in Vancouver area, like the lower mainland there's going to be like a tag that you look at and the angle there is just going to be so appealing to you. Take that feeling and slap it on something. Yeah. I think for, for me, um, a little bit is that I, uh, I have ADHD, so I'm like really, uh, You're doing fantastic. But... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, it also, um, means that I like get really focused on certain things. Um, so I find that like, if uh, like a brick wall that's like kind of like cracking, I'll get like really hyper fixated on like that crack. And if I like draw it out, then I'll probably forget what it was, but I think the shape is interesting and then I'll just like work on that again. Um, mm-hmm. Or uh, yeah, just like random shapes, I think, just like out and about in the world. Um, things like, I don't know, I have very specific memories of like if you're on 
the sky train and you know how like somebody might like drop a can and it like rolls around yeah um like the sound of that is something that i want to like make so it's just like the random like senses i guess my like sensory things that i want to put on the sensory canvas yeah. yeah just because the, the, i think there's a lot of like little things that people don't notice and i've talked to my mom about this <laughs> and she's like you notice so much and it's like because i'm highly distracted but it's also like interesting the things the little things that i like notice and like remember very specifically and end up putting that in my 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 paintings but um mm -hmm. there's like a weird like repetitiveness in like the world do you also remember things yeah i guess so in a yeah like i remember like very specific scents as well of like like stanley park like there when it's wet yeah walking through the dew and like yeah. your shoes slowly get wetter and wetter and wetter and you look down at the sheen and you're like or like the very so very distinct smell of ammonia yeah <laughs> down, down. oh my gosh <laughs> I mean, right in those alleys that's, exactly that's where the best art comes out <laughs> really honestly <laughs> oh my gosh i mean it sounds silly to say but no i i get it i i work in video mm -hmm. And sometimes just the sound or the fixated on a color or something like that. It's I get it. No, I get it. Yeah. I mean, like all art is just shapes mm -hmm. and colors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shapes and maybe the absence of colors. You can break it down so far. And I think art has a, a definition like art is both blessed by being such a broad term and cursed by being a, such a broad term. You can make art and any, any, anything, anything can be art. This is fair. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's the viewer's intention when you put it in there that defines it. It's it's like a gloop, gloop, a gloop collaboration. I'm going to say a gluten, gluten-free collaboration. <laughs> Just, hey, a gluten-free collaboration uh, makes some great bread. <laughs> but yeah, it, it takes many to make one. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's inspiration everywhere, mm -hmm. which is um, pretty, I don't know, it's pretty fun to like, to recognize that to know that there's like lots to inspire you um if anyone's ever in a rut right it's like hey take a step back look around you there's so much around that can be your art yeah and we live in such a busy society as well that it's like there's never uh, a lack of i was gonna ask then yeah you got you just said step back but sometimes mm -hmm. i mean we're we're hit with so many things instagram facebook yeah twitch you know facebook again and 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 pinterest pinterest seems to be huge with the creative community um, gotta love those boards <laughs> the boards mm, give me a uh, pinterest board any day of the week how do you how do you stay focused on that i don't yeah <laughs> i yeah. mean i'm on tiktok so much tiktok is another one yeah yes. um but it's also just i think there is also inspiration there because like if you you follow like i learned so much by like random people on the internet mm -hmm. um and like you have to fact check it but of you know course. you still are learning things and um being exposed to all of these different people and their ideas and stuff um totally i think if you're able to like harness that and like use it for good you know instead of just like falling into a spiral of like because i think a lot of people do that where you fall into the spiral of of doom scrolling yeah or yeah it's just like the busyness of our lives mm -hmm. without having like taking a moment to like um, somehow like purge it yeah. I suppose what I found is that if you think of time as like and this is this is kind of wacky but if you think of time as kind of a currency like you're not paying with money anymore you're paying with your time 
And so how much time does this cost? Doing that has made me a lot more frugal with it. It's not always the best way to think of things because it can cause a lot of undue anxiety about your time. But knowing that if you're going to spend your time on something, that you can get something out of anything. So if you do spend all that time on TikTok and like, okay, I know that my habit is going to drive me to TikTok. There might be things I can pull from TikTok. Like, hey, is this hack to make Azure Blue actually going to work? Let's try it out in like right now. Yeah. Fair. It's like a glass half full mm-hmm. instead of half empty. Mm-hmm. You guys go, both seem like you had great upbringings. Parents were supportive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could have done this <laughs> if my parents weren't supportive. Um, I think I lucked out because I'm an only child. So mm. I was. We're both only children. Yeah, actually. we're both only children. So we have the privilege. Just gravitated to each other. <laughs> we're lonely. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have didn't have a sibling to beat us up. We're lonely. <laughs> Um, I think the privilege that was given to us by our parents supporting us, because we're not from wealth, but Mm -hmm. we do have people looking out for us and telling us that we can do this with their, with their support and help. Like I know my first gallery, my father was actually one of the artists that we exhibited because again, he's an emerging artist at his age. And so I was like, Hey, let's show your stuff off. Right that show your sculptures off, that show your uh, ink prints off. Uh, We're creating the space for this. Yeah, and I think for me, like, um, it's, I I was raised by a single mother, basically. um, And uh, she is very, very supportive, which is um, great. I mean, she's uh, also an immigrant. um, And she always wanted me to go to school and get a degree because it's something that she was unable to achieve. But she also believes, like, because she brought me, I mean, I was born here, but, like, she, by coming here, she gave me the opportunity to live life as a Canadian. So she says, like, you know, take that, like, take that opportunity and try to do what you can with it. Because, like, you can't just, like, run a gallery and get out. Like, you can't just do these things. You have to be focused on your life there, right? Like, you can't do things for fun and for your own passions as much as you can. Um, So she encourages me to, like, just, take the opportunity that I have, um, here. Um, and she's definitely like been willing to help me financially with the gallery, but I have yet to take that offer. It's just sort of hanging there. Um, I have not been so noble. (laughs) There's tears. There's tears. Yeah. I mean, I'm like waiting, you know, like there's probably a time that she'll help, you know, I might need to be like, Hey mom. We're, we're lucky enough that we can ask for help. Yes. We do need That's it. amazing. Yeah. And like our community members and our artists are also willing to help us out and help create this space. Like we have, even just for this gallery, I just received offers to help us staff it uh, for yeah. the run of the shows and to help set up the actual space and build out uh, like the walls and install like the speakers and, and do that kind of work that to do alone would cost us more more energy and effort that we might not have allotted in our banks mm-hmm. yeah and like i think friends is i think also just being nice to people yeah. you know <laughs> like Perfect we're kindness yeah we're we're very kind and we offer like we try to give like you know if people do us a favor we try to do it back to them and mm-hmm. and uh yeah so we've definitely had like friends who have been willing to help uh set up things and many uh, trucks yeah yeah so then what would you, if you, do you guys have anything that you would say to your younger selves? Oh, 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, I was quick. Uh, like, you'd be surprised how often these thoughts like like flow through the mind, <laughs> just like, hey, you know, things get better. Things get so much better. Just chill out, dude. Chill out. Don't start drinking coffee until later. I know you want to start early. It's going to be bad. Um, yeah, like just approach. Don't don't lose your enthusiasm. Be happy. Yeah, and for me, like for a moment there, like my mom never was the type of person that was like, if you go to school, you need to go to school for something that will make you money. Like she never did that. She did tell me to like, you know, think critically. Like if you're going to go into art, like, you know, consider what, how you're going to make money from that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like, for some reason I didn't listen to her and I went to business. <laughs> I went into business first semester and I completely flunked out cause it's just boring. Like it, I, um, I also went to human resources, which was not even like the uh, fun kudos. version. <laughs> kudos. Um, so expect you every day for that. So I, I think I would have told myself just like, just do what you wanted to do. Stop thinking about money so much because it will eventually like work out, which yeah, like going into art and then into, into education is a good way to like fund that. And, and also I like teaching people. Um, and oh, yeah, I, like I'd say even go off of that. If you're an artist and I'll, I'd say this to any young artist right now, do not be afraid to diversify. Don't worry about just doing your art. You can do other things to help support yourself. Yeah, like, I don't know, understand, like, that there's this idea that you have to only make money off of your art. Like, I think there's, like, this sort of, that I think it's also partly where the starving artist comes from, is, like, you have to only make money from your art, because there's a couple artists who have been able to. But that's, there's nothing wrong. There's no bad thing. There is nothing wrong. There, I'm, I'm going to say this again. With to having another job. There is nothing wrong. And I repeat, there is nothing wrong with getting another job. Yeah. When I was in, in performance school, and this is a little rude, but they told me, hey, you want to be an actor? Here's a phrase you need to remember. Would you like fries of that? Oh. And like, it's oh, so no. condescending and awful a thing to say to a person. But on the, the idea behind I thought, it. I thought at first that was a line, but now I, I'm, no. just, I'm just processing I understand yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, but the concept behind it is accurate like support yourself and make sure you're taken care of make sure you and the people around you are taken care of mm -hmm. and keep on doing your art practice it in in your spare time in your free hours just make it for yourself and then maybe maybe if you put it out there in the world people like us are gonna go hey kid i like that art uh do you guys <laughs> have like uh when you do need to if you get stuck mm -hmm. and you hit a wall do you guys have a place that you like to go to? Even even if it's not a physical place, do you have a place in your mind that you go to or whatnot? Um, yeah, I would I would say so. I think that um, if I get stuck, um, I probably would. I, I generally tend to go to like parks. Like there's usually the same couple of parks. Like I like Golden Ears or mm. Stanley Park. Like the the ones that are like big and and lush. Um, Bear Creek is also pretty nice if you go like there's like certain ways you can go off path which mm -hmm. don't come for me uh, <laughs> that I'm going off the path but uh, if you you know then you sit in like I think there's something about nature right like this sort of it grounds you a lot and um, 
I also love like looking for mushrooms. I find them very mm. like fascinating and interesting. Yeah, I like they they some somehow they inspire me and also like make me feel like comforted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my spot's a little less um, less wondrous. My <laughs> spot is the bathtub. Uh, run a run a bath. Get some candles. Um, Self help. Uh, self-care self-care yeah self-care <laughs> uh, self-care same thing <laughs> <laughs> i'm in a bit yeah um but no it 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 is a space that's entirely mine that i can build entirely myself and that's away from everything like you cannot as much as hard as you try you cannot deal with life in a bathtub in a bathtub you're sitting there with your warm water with your drink of choice maybe with a book uh Probably not with your phone because you dropped that thing. It's in the tub. And you literally have to take time for yourself and time away. And it's time away that I find is what sparks wanting to be back into that prime time. If you're away from something, the fear of missing out is going to drive you right back into it. And hopefully the break you've had, the breath you can take, the time spent with yourself will be uh, the galvanizing force to go, okay, here's a little recontextualization. I do not need to freak out about this marking that I need done uh, for, you know, 8 a.m. tomorrow. I can tackle it and I can get it done. Yeah, that's that's, that's my method. Inspiring. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> I, I just hope that people out there know that no matter what situation you're in, if it is... A tough situation where you don't feel like you have that extra time to to have to go out into a world you can create a little world wherever you are it's yeah. harder to do it's not the easiest thing to do i'll say but you can do it anywhere you go you have an imagination you have a mind and you can go there even if it's not the most pleasant place at first you can make it that wow that was very nice. Not, not the answer I was expecting. So, no, it was very nice. Um, do you guys have... We're near the end. Uh, Josh gotcha. flew. You guys... I didn't even talk. Hi, I'm Daniel. I'm the host. Nice <laughs> to uh, meet everybody. Um, do you guys... What's coming up for you guys? Um, yeah, so our... Well, we're currently, like, working on our big show. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping on actually renting out, like, a retail space or something bigger than what we had before. Um, and uh, our show is going to happen in April. Mm-hmm. We have like 20-something, art, 25, 27. 25, last count, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. artists. Um, it, we close submission dates December. Yeah. And uh, we'll be sending, to all of our artists who are listening to this, we're going to be sending you contracts in greater details later. Don't <laughs> worry, we will send those. Um, yeah, we have the gallery coming up in April. Uh Personally, I think that's our biggest focus right now because with this gallery, we want to, like Michelle was saying, we want to branch out and make it our biggest one yet. It's yeah. titled Colossus. Oh. So we're trying to be big. I mean, yeah. it, bigger than what we were. And and because of that as well, we're, we're sort of venturing out into a more like business sense of it because before we were really just funding it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have to fund it a lot because it was... Like at one, one point it was in one uh, studio that I had, which was quite small. So I was already paying the rent for it uh, and it was quite cheap. Um, I We also had like a lot of just help from other people. At mm-hmm. this point, because we're trying to go bigger, 
we're starting to like look into sponsorships and grants and like starting to go down the big tedious task of getting money getting money (laughs) (laughs) it's a fun little thing yes But I think that's the biggest thing that we're looking forward to in our lives. I mean, I'm going to get home and I'm going to run myself a bath. Nice. And where can they find you? Submissions are still happening. Submissions are still happening. You can find us at APT Pop on Instagram or you can submit a lovely piece of art of yours to aptpopup at gmail.com. That is A-P-T-P-O-P-U-P at gmail.com all this information will be in in the link of the description of this podcast uh where can they find you if you guys like if they physically want do you guys have like walk-ins or no so that's the other interesting thing because Mm -hmm. we we run as a pop-up gallery okay so so. yeah we don't have like something ongoing um that's part of the goal is for colossus we're trying to grab ourselves a semi-permanent if not permanent space but we need to see how it goes first so right now we're in a big transitionatory phase yeah because we've only run for like two or three days in the past and now we're trying to aim for a month long um and then hopefully in the future we can run continuously uh throughout the year year. but you know we we're we're not going to take two big step like you know jump from three days to a whole year in a you know especially with the whole like covid kind of throwing things off so we Mm -hmm. had to we have to be a little bit more cautious we're ready for squats not splits (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank you so much guys you guys are the energy you you (laughs) two have is has been fun and absolutely astounding and i'm super happy to have you guys here thank Thank you. you so much daniel We've hoped you've enjoyed this special episode of the Arts NW Podcast, a production of the Arts Council of New Westminster. This podcast is made possible by generous funding from the BC Arts Council, the City of New Westminster, and of course, listeners like you. To hear more episodes of the Arts NW Podcast, please visit www.artsnw.ca. To learn more about the Arts Council of New Westminster, please visit www.artsnw.ca. Dot acnw.ca. Dot